This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Hello, everyone. It is once again the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt here, presenting to you yet another episode of Radio Techers. And on this episode, Mags and I discuss this recent round of Champions League action, including Juventus versus Barcelona. Uh, we also uh, discuss the success of the, uh, the Premier League uh, clubs uh, this round of the Champions League, as well as uh, other results uh, from around uh, the Champions League results. So all good stuff. Uh, we also present to you a preview of this weekend's Premier League action. So definitely make sure to stick around and check out that stuff as well. Um, as far as everything else goes, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else for that matter. We also encourage you to check out the YouTube uh, version of this episode, which you can find on the Shooting the Sports-ish channel. Uh, so make sure to hit that up. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend about Radio Techers. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Radio Techers, R-A-D-I-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-S. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. Welcome to yet another episode of Radio Techers. I'm, of course, the beardless gentleman, uh, Tanner Pruitt, here this week, because uh, I had an accident shaving. Mm. Uh, but I am joined by my very much bearded friend, uh, the hardest working man in all of podcasting, my friend and yours, Mags. Mags, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing really well. Felt the the Twitter love today when uh, I uh, killed off one of my podcasts. I think I may have to kill off... More podcasts every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just leave Radio Techers intact, at least for the time being, Megs. Uh, yes, they, uh, why we watch uh, is has a special place in my heart, and I wish that uh, that uh, I had the chance to come on and and, and uh, help you out with that before you hung it up. But uh, uh, congratulations on your retirement of that podcast. It's an amazing <laughs> show. Um, Thank you very and, much. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to spending my time sunning <laughs> it in on the Costa del Sol. <laughs> it's an amazing show, Mags. And I mean, to, uh, take a moment here, please, to, to tell the people out there what is why we watch and 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 why they should well, tune in because it's a, it's an amazing show, really. 
Well, you, I wouldn't tune in now because the show's dead. Uh, it well, is but, no more. But, is it, but, uh, but is it's it? in the archives. It yeah. is definitely in the archives. Uh, basically, it was my first foray into uh, creating content uh, where I, I chatted with uh, wrestling fans and content creators about why they love watching people in their underwear pretending to fart. Uh, and yeah, and it, it kind of like snowballed from there. I thought I'd maybe do five, ten episodes, and and that'd be it. But yeah, it, it took on a life of its own, and yeah, it's a it's kind of like sad to see it go. I had a little bit of a lump in my throat, but all good things must come to an end. And I give it the uh, the old yellow treatment, took it behind the shed, and uh, put it out of its misery. <laughs> what a what a nice bleak way to put things <laughs> um no um I, I i really i really do love that show and 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 the best part about it is in 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 my opinion also as a as a content creator in the in the wrestling hub of things i know we'll talk about proper football here in just a minute but the um what i really appreciated out of it was you got in touch with not other podcast creators, not other content creators necessarily, but actual people on Twitter and actual like wrestling fans in the community to talk about what mm-hmm. drove them into wrestling, what they watched, what they appreciated. And it was, it's really kind of this awesome fan friendly interactive show. And that that's what I really appreciated out of it is that you, you did something that not anybody else at the time really was doing. Um, so, um, yeah, man, uh, uh, props and congratulations to you once again on, uh, uh, one aspect of your, uh, content creation retirement. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Like I said, hardest working man in all of podcasting. Um, while we uh, while we make note of that here, uh, since we are a podcast, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to uh, hit that subscribe button, that thumbs up, and the bell for notifications as well. Look at look at Mags. I guess that's the other way. Look at Mags this way. Thumbs Do it up. Early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Do it I want to make sure the people know. I want to make sure the people know. You know, hit us up. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to podcasts, or if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We're always here, checking it out. Radio Tackers, it's a good thing. Let's get into some football. Uh, so, Mags, um, <laughs> let's lead off with one of the more popular stories of the day here. Uh, Barcelona president Bartomeu uh, is getting the Barta hell out of here uh, as he is officially resigned um, as president of Barcelona. Um, uh, effective, I guess, immediately um, is, is the reports here being given. Uh, I can think of a few people that would be really happy about this news. Uh I guess do you uh, do you have any idea of why he's leaving so early? I mean, that, that, that's a little bit confusing to me, man. Yeah, and it's not just him; it's it's all the board. Apparently, it's a it's oh, wow. a, a full change at the at the top of Barcelona. Um, I think it's it's a case of him living up to finally living up to a promise that he's made to Messi that uh, if Messi uh, stayed at, at Barcelona. He would, uh, he would hand his resignation, and and it seems that that he that he has done that, and um, apparently now that's uh, that's opened the door for Messi to maybe uh, sign a new contract and and um, stay at Barcelona, um, especially if they bring in a president who's uh, who's going to kind of change the 
the the the system around at Barcelona. There. I know that Messi said that there was quite a lot of rampant problems within the whole of the club, uh, not just uh, not just stopping with the president. He felt that Bartolome, uh, Bartomeu uh, told a lot of lies, uh, and when uh, when he put in the the, the transfer request, he, it was. It was a power player. We said it was a power player. Uh, the whole world knew it was a power player, and Messi has it's worked for him. Uh, I don't particularly like the way it went about, but if it if it leads to Messi and Barcelona keeping their their relationship going, it, it absolutely makes sense. Uh, it would be a very weird uh, kind of football world if if you had Messi playing for any other club than Barcelona. I think. Well, no, absolutely, and and. Um, I, I think just another aspect to it is that uh, just Bartomeu is just an extremely, probably one of the most unpopular presidents in all of world mm-hmm. football. Uh, there's uh, very few people within the Barcelona fan base who really have any like uh, or, or, or trust of this man. He seems to have uh, really kind of um, uh, sold a lot of the ethos of Barcelona up the river. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it seems like this is a good thing for Barcelona fans. Um, now, one thing that probably won't make the more passionate and hardcore Barcelona fans happy is that one of his final acts as president was that he uh, authorized that Barcelona uh, would uh, certainly sign on to any kind of European Super uh, League uh, agreements uh, that could be made in the future. What a way to go out. Yeah, that is that is like I'm going, but I'm taking everybody down with me. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, the, one of the 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 people who who succeed him uh, can can kind of track back on that. Uh, I believe two of the the big um, candidates of Vic, uh, Victor Font, who he said he's determined to bring back uh, Javi to be the head coach and and the other one is uh, jo- uh Juan Laporta who was the president uh, before Bartomeu and he's got a really good relationship with uh, Messi so if he arrives uh I'm sure Messi will be quickly signing a new contract so um the future is looking a little bit brighter for Barcelona and Barcelona fans uh now they've got rid of kind of the the very dead wood of Bartomeu and just hope that they bring in someone who can can return Barcelona to the glory that that they were before using uh using uh being the the kind of successful uh in bringing in young talent rather than having to go out and buy uh big names that that don't necessarily fit the style of play that was beautifully said um, I hate to tell you this, but OBS locked up just now. <laughs> oh, OBS, you are a dick. Sorry, guys, if you missed me. Uh, my camera just froze out, but Mag's Mag's got to complete his rant on Bartomeu, and I'm happy he did so because it was beautiful. It was very well said, and I, I love the takes that you made about him. Uh, what a guy he is, right? Uh, <laughs> He's a legend. He's like, He'll go down in the annals of Barcelona history as one of the <laughs> very best. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, and uh, speaking of the best, uh, the best of all of Europe has come together yet again this week. The champions! Uh, Indeed, the Champions League. Uh, we, we are still in the group stages, of course. Um, 
uh, obviously, I don't think we're going to be any times near a, a, I guess, a single elimination or the or, or the the breakout, the the round of sixteen. We're we're still far away away from that. Uh, but we've got the group stages here, Mags. Uh, what mm-hmm. stood out for you? Uh, what and who, I guess, stood out for you in the group stages this week? Oh, it's got to be Sir Rashford. Sir Rashford. What, yeah. what a week that that kid has had. He uh, he was the the driving force against uh, Paris Saint Germain. He apparently uh, did some uh, work at a, a, a local uh, soup kitchen, which is absolutely amazing. He's he's been all over the news pushing for uh, the uh, the the free school uh, free meals for for kids here in in Britain. And then he comes off the bench and scores a twenty minute hat trick, um, and absolutely. Rips RB Leipzig apart. <laughs> he's, he's had the guy needs to be knattered. It's as simple and clear as that. So it should be yeah. from now on. He's Sir Rashford. Yeah. No, I, um, so, uh, y- you know me. I'm not that big on Manchester United, but I will say, uh, that man deserves a world of credit. That man is, he, he does more than what most footballers with, uh, far more disposable income would do. Um, he he fights for a great cause. Uh, I would love to have Marcus Rashford on my team anytime. Um, he, he's a wonderful, wonderful player and an even better human being. So yes, uh, maybe we could just call it now, um, but uh, I have a feeling we'll bring up Marcus Rashford here. Uh, Sir Marcus, uh, in a little bit here. Um, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Um, yeah, I, I would say R- Marcus Rashford is a great shout. Um, I did think that, uh, despite what our thumbnail may show, I, I thought that the Barcelona and Juventus game, while decently exciting, was a little bit uh, cumbersome, perhaps. Um, and you got to feel for Alvaro Morata. Um, yeah. I, uh, I found it to be a slog to watch. Uh, considering the the kind of hype uh, that that even we kind of uh, bowled up a, with this game, uh, with it being uh, Ronaldo versus Messi, then we find out that uh, Ronaldo's not playing. Obviously, with with COVID, we we can't expect him to. Uh, but yeah, for two of the best teams in in Europe, uh, it was a it was a poor game to watch. It, it, it felt almost like watching a, a lower league or a non league game. The, the 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 work in the final third was woeful. I think uh, Juventus had something like ten shots and zero on target. Obviously, apart from the three goals that uh, Morata scored, and were all uh, ruled off for for various VAR um, issues. But even Barcelona only had four shots on target uh, from thirteen goals, um, and it was a very, very dirty game, especially from uh, from Juventus' side. I think there was a total of thirty-five fouls all the way through the game. Uh, Juventus picked up multiple um, yellow cards. Uh, Messi is a, an expert at drawing those fouls, uh, but even even to the end. Um, and we'll 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 see that this is kind of like a uh, almost a fixture of the games all the way through this this week's uh, Champions League. It took Barcelona till the dying uh, minutes of the game to actually put this game away uh, with the with the penalty. I think it was in the 95th minute. Um, the goal that opened the the the, the scoring from uh, Dembele was sublime. I know it took a bit of a deflection, but it really. Uh, 
uh, curled into that top corner. But the in-between parts, I, I just felt dragged. It just really, really dragged. Um, right. So, yeah. And, and, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say it's it's the curse of 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 the thumbnail for us again. We uh we we look at the matches beforehand and think what is going to kind of be the standout game, and the ones we've picked have been the ones that have been a bit of a letdown. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Maybe I just shouldn't make thumbnails anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it, what what intrigues me here is that I I woke up to the news of. Ronaldo not being able to make the game, right? Um, and and they're basing this off of the COVID test, the positive test results from the 13th of October. Uh, now, I guess that's where maybe I'm a little bit confused. Did, did like, were, were, was he not being tested? I'm, I mean, I'm not asking that, like like you would know, but like, are are you not testing him? Like, did he not bring back another? Like, did he not bring back a negative result since then? Like, because there there's other protocols that we uh, have here in American sports where you continue to take a a, a, a test until you can retrieve a negative, like three consecutive uh, consecutive negative results. Um, there there was um um I think Nick Saban, who is a college football coach. Uh, for for the University of Alabama, uh, uh, that that's what they did for him. He was able to uh, pass a you know a test three three consecutive times and was then able to, to coach later on that day. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand you know if we're actually basing this simply because he tested positive on the thirteenth. You know what I mean? It seems a bit unusual. Yeah. I think it may be down to the fact that once you have a positive test here in uh, in Europe, it seems that. Uh, you have a two-week uh, isolation period. Now, that would obviously have took him to the 27th. Mm-hmm. But if he hasn't been able to uh, train with the team, and um, maybe that's why um, he's been left out by, uh, by PLO, that uh, he hasn't hasn't had sufficient uh, input into how the 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 team were going to play. It, it's weird if if he was available, surely you would have Ronaldo in your team. He's is by far the best player that that Juventus have got. But yeah, they they, they definitely could have done with him because uh, aside from the three uh, goals that that Morata scored and were all disallowed. Juventus were were absolutely toothless. Uh, they were kind of uh, limited to long range shots and nothing on target. And and I'm not even talking about shots that were close to being on target. These were like up in the the top rows of the of the of the stadium and and going off for almost for corners. It was that woeful. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. It, Juventus looked poor. Barcelona, to be honest, looked poor as well. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, the goal bad Dembele and then obviously uh, Messi uh, with the penalty. Uh, that's that's what separated the two teams. Mm-hmm. Well, and 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 I think that yeah, if you if you are a, a Juventus fan, uh, you will be, feel probably a little bit hard done by not only the lack of Ronaldo, but also probably the lack of. Uh, uh, of, of I guess um, real meaningful chances by the rest of the team. Uh, Alvaro Morata, I mean, he's going to feel pretty hard done too. I, I would say that his, his I guess, the, for me, the opening goal probably 
for me, uh, it's it's really 50-50 because the, the, the ball basically bounces up off of his foot and hits his hand, deflects mm-hmm. off of his hand, goes back down to the to the pitch, and then he scores the goal, right? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, his hand wouldn't have made a difference one way or the other, in, in my opinion, as far as scoring the goal goes. Um, but uh, with the other two goals, it being offsides, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of feel for for the guy a little bit there. Um, yeah, I mean, the the yeah. second one was for me was clear. It, it it shouldn't have been a goal, but the third one, whilst technically he was offside, it was because his trailing leg, uh, which was not on the ground, it was in the air, uh, flat, flagged up on 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 the the camera. So, yeah, I, I do feel for him. This maybe should have been a draw. And in fairness, the 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 way it played, it should have been a draw. It was uh, not a good game to watch, and yeah, I feel that they they've robbed me of my time watching this game. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> there you go, folks. Um, th- there there was also a little bit of the uh, the red card there at the end of the game, Demiral, uh being being red carded off. Uh, so that's gonna hurt uh, Juventus maybe a little bit uh, going into yeah. uh, uh, future legs of the tournament. Um, before the show started, we we talked about covering yesterday's games first, and then today's games. But now we're covering since we're covering today's games, let's go the other way around. Um, we always freeform it. When do we ever stick to a script? Never. We'll never. definitely have the show under forty-five minutes. I promise. I don't think we've hit forty-five minutes yet. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, we've tried. We we came really close. Sorry, last Anthony. Week. We, we 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 came really close last week. We'll give our best try this week. Uh, so let's focus in on the Premier League teams because we are mostly a Premier League-based podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea defeated Krasnodar 4-0. 4 nil. Four nil. Yes. Uh, our, our, our friend Cam over at uh, uh, the sports market will be pretty pleased with that. He is a Chelsea fan. Uh, hi, Cam. How's it going? Um, yeah, it, it, it seemed nice to see uh, Hudson Odoi coming off and uh, scoring a goal in the 37th minute here. Uh, we hadn't seen a whole lot of him uh, recently, but it was uh, it was a nice little surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a, a, a lucky goal. I mean, uh, it, it had just enough power to, to, to get in the net, but I think the opening was uh, was more about Jorginho missing a penalty again. Uh I just don't get his little run up and jump. It doesn't work. Uh, if you're going to take a penalty, take a bloody penalty, Jorginho. And it's a good job that uh, when they actually got another penalty, they gave it to someone who knows how to score a goal in uh, in Werner. But this was, again, this was another kind of late show um, to, to kind of flatter the winning team. I, I thought that uh, Krasnodar... Uh, gave a lot more than this actual result shows, but uh, Zetek was very lively. Uh, I think he f- deserved a goal. I think he he needs to be um, a little more. Uh, he needs a more killer instinct in 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 the box because he had quite a few chances that that he maybe should have put away. But he he definitely deserved to to get on the on the score sheet. And uh, obviously uh, uh, Abraham with that last one uh, was a was. A, uh, with the uh, with the assist to Pulisic for the last goal, Pulisic has been absolutely on fire uh, this season. Such a great great player, and so young as well, but yet such a, a mature level head. It was a a good result for for Chelsea, uh, a result that they definitely should have got because uh, Krasnodar obviously not the the better team. But I think um, 
I think the best thing that they can come away with is the fact that they've kept a clean sheet and hopefully that'll give the, the defence a little bit of confidence. And 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 another thing that we can uh, we continue to see is that Chelsea continues to evolve and play with the the lineups and the formations. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Frank Lampard hasn't married to a partic- hasn't been married to a particular system. He he's very uh, experimental here, so it's it's really hard to to nail down what Chelsea lineup you're going to have on a given game, uh, which I guess probably in theory plays to Chelsea's advantage and, and you know leads to results like this. And especially when you've got the the kind of depth thing of talent that Chelsea have got, you're going to have to be uh, switching those players around to to make sure you're keeping everybody happy and to make sure everybody's getting game time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, let me see here. Uh, more focus in on the Premier League uh, of today's games. Manchester United defeated RB Leipzig uh, last season's Champions League darlings. Uh, they really uh, fulfilled the Cinderella role in a lot of aspects. Uh, crushed. Absolutely crushed by Manchester United. We talked about that game a little bit already. Uh, Marcus Rashford, uh, second half hat trick. Uh, amazing stuff there. Um uh, I know, again, we, we talked about it a little bit here, but besides Rashford being the, the, the star performer of this game, uh, do you have any other thoughts about uh, Manchester United and kind of their their new run of form? I mean, it seems like they've they've picked up some results here. Yeah, uh, they, they seem to be one of the form teams in the Premier League. Uh, I think Pogba, who has been anonymous in a lot of games recently, had a, had a really outstanding game. He's, he's, uh, his slide rule pass for, for Greenwood uh, to slot that first goal on. And that that finish from Greenwood, first time shot uh, right in the bottom corner, beautiful finish. But again, this was another game that... That they they left it late to kind of uh, put the the mark on the game. I mean, Leipzig were were quiet uh, in terms of uh, chances. They had a couple of chances, but I think that De Gea, uh, with the pressure of having um, uh, Henderson back on on uh, United's uh, squad, as is, is kind of really had to up his game when he when uh, Henderson was on loan at Sheffield United. Uh, there was just no challenge for for De Gea, so he didn't have to kind of maybe put in as much effort to keep his place. Where now he, he knows he's he's got a really good keeper re- ready to to step in, and he's it's kind of helped boost his boost his um the the effort he puts in. And I think he had an outstanding game today, made some uh, really top quality saves. But again, it got left to to late, and uh, they brought Rashford on, and within. I think from the 74th minute till the 91st, I think he scored his last goal. So like a 16-minute hat-trick. The guy was absolutely on fire. Everything he touched uh, turned to gold. It was just absolutely glorious play by uh, by uh, Rashford. His speed, his his killer instinct in the box. Yeah, the, the guy is just... Is, 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 it's almost like a golden age for English strikers, and and he's right in the thick of it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I've got I've got absolutely no complaints with anything of, uh, that that you said as far as Rashford is concerned. He's he he has always come across to me as the most talented of the the 
I guess Manchester United youth players to come in. I mean, obviously Greenwood's there now, and uh, that's a uh, uh, that's a tall order. Um, Greenwood is also very exceptionally talented, but I mean Rashford uh, is showing this season uh, that that this might be where he really solidifies his place uh, for, for Manchester for years to come. So uh, I'm happy for him, particularly. I mean, I could care less about Manchester United, but I'm happy for him. Um, <laughs> hi, Manchester United fans. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Let's see here. It <laughs> Uh, elsewhere in Champions League news, uh, PSG did defeat Istanbul um, 2-0. Uh, big story mm-hmm. here coming away from this, though, is that Neymar uh, was subbed off injured. That's not yep. uh, it's not good news for PSG. Uh, apparently, he's pulled a muscle. Uh yeah, it's uh, it's it, it isn't good, and and as soon as he went off, PSG kind of fell asleep. Uh, they really, really struggled to break down uh, Istanbul, and there were times when I thought Istanbul uh, were maybe going to take this game. Uh, they had a, a lot of good chances, and uh, Kayla Navas was absolutely outstanding in, in the in the Paris goals. Um, but yeah, it, it came to. Uh, to the death again, another very very late showing. Uh, Moise Keane's uh, header for the for the first goal was was absolutely sublime. Uh, he didn't have a the the best of games. He, he felt he was very very quiet, but he just seemed to be in the in the right place at the right time. Um, and then the the this this the next one was uh, just just well placed uh, from uh, Mbappe's run, and Moise Keane was able to. To, to uh capitalize and and I think the result kind of flattered Paris but two points is two points yeah agreed agreed uh we'll, we'll see what uh, what the new look uh PSG uh I guess comes out fully looking like here if, if Neymar is out for an extended amount of time Moise Keane kind of stepping up into that position it'll be interesting it'll be quite the adjustment for PSG used to having uh, mm-hmm. Neymar's creativity there um Dinamo Kiev versus um, Ferran. Fe- 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 I'm going to let you fall on your sword. Go on. What are they called? <laughs> Ferran Varos? Ferran Varos. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, Ferran Varos. Wow, I got it right. Okay. Yes. All right. Anyway, go on, man. <laughs> Ferran Varos. Uh, 2-2 with Dinamo, Dinamo Kiev. Yeah, it's not even it's not even a game I watched because I was just not interested in it at all. Um, it's yeah, fine. We it don't happened. have to. It happened. Good stuff. It's a game uh, that happened. Uh, another game that happened. Uh, Club Bruges, Lazio. It's a game that happened. Uh, all the yeah. scoring took place. One one. Uh, scoring took place in the first half. You really kind of I don't know. You, you didn't miss yeah. a whole lot in the second half. Uh, Not really. I mean, the, the the most interesting thing that stood out for me for this game was how much of the game that, that Bruges controlled. They had the most shots, uh, yeah. the most corners. Uh, yeah. they, I think they had 60% of the ball. Uh, but, yeah, coming away with a, a point, I think Lazio can 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 thank the lucky stars, really, that they, they got anything at all out of this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, Dortmund faced off with a very hard-to-break-down Zenit uh, side, uh, finally breaking through in the 78th minute with uh, Jaden Sancho. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, and then also an Erling Holling goal at the 91st minute. Uh, so Dortmund pick up uh, a win uh, in their group, uh, Group F. Uh, so good on them. They they, uh, yeah. they picked up a nice victory there. Um, and then uh, Sevilla and, and Ren. Uh, Sevilla beats Ren 1-0, uh, also in Group E. Uh, so good stuff there as well. Uh, Sevilla, 23 shots on target, 10, uh, uh, 23 shots, 10 on target, uh, as opposed to Ren's two shots. Two. Two shots on target. <laughs> two whole shots. <laughs> two. Um, so there you go. Good stuff there. Uh, that, uh, just about does the results here for, uh, today's matches. Um, let me see here. Yesterday's matches also full of fun stuff. Uh, let's talk about again, the English sides here, because again, we are a premier league centric podcast. We we don't only talk about the premier league, but you know, we, we talk about it more, mostly. Right. Um, Manchester city, uh, put a whooping down on Marseille. A whooping. Uh, let me see. Here. 3-0 final scoreline. Uh, Ferran Torres came off looking great, uh, scoring in the 18th minute, uh, followed by Ilke Gungudwan and uh, Raheem Sterling to finish off the game. Uh, eight shots, four of those on target, 65% possession, 822 passes with a 92% pass accuracy. Those are Pep Guardiola stats if I've ever heard the mags. Yeah, and what a game uh, by Phil Foden. He was involved in absolutely everything that City did. Um, uh, he set up... Um, the 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 play for the the first goal I think uh, De Bruyne got the final touch to to uh, Torres but it was certainly uh, Phil Foden who made the made the move start he did the, pretty much the same with the with the uh, Gundogan goal uh, yeah it was just it was just really really good this was a very professional um, easy performance for for Manchester City yeah yeah indeed uh, there there has been a lot of questions in Manchester City circles of whether or not Pep Guardiola still has it, it's been a particularly rough year for him personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, in your personal opinion, Mags, uh, how much more uh, are, are we going to see of Pep Guardiola here at City? I mean, is this nearing the end of the project, or is he going to be there until he finally wins the big one, the, you know, the European uh, championship that Manchester City has been seeking and pouring billions of dollars into uh, <laughs> uh, on a regular basis? So I think his contract runs out, is it at the end of next season? I believe that's the case here. Um, I'd I would highly doubt he signs another contract. Um, yeah, I, I think he, he he tends to be the kind of a manager that once he's won all that he can with a club, he he, he needs a new kind of a challenge. Uh, so perhaps I mean City should do all that they can to keep him because he's he's an absolutely outstanding manager, one of the the best two managers in the world right now. Um, but yeah, uh, when you, when you win so many trophies with uh, and it gets it gets to the point of, of tedium like it has with with City over recent years. Uh, aside from obviously the challenge from the the, the plucky upstarts Liverpool, um, 
yeah, I think he may want a new challenge. So I don't expect him to be at City for too much longer. I would say it's a fair assessment. I mean, again, I think that this year has particularly been fairly rough, especially for him personally. Um, so I think it would be a break well-deserved uh, if mm-hmm. he was not to renew. Uh, I Obviously, I know that City would be in a position to where they would offer him anything that he could ever want and dream, uh, mm-hmm. but um, I think but after then, a certain it, point... Even saying that, though, Barcelona at that time were in the position to offer him everything. Bayern Munich were, uh, and he still he still left them whilst on top, and so I, I can fully expect him to do that with City. Bayern was an interesting uh, situation, though, too, because it, it was very much a political situation. He did not get, mm. uh, get, get on with the hierarchy in Bayern very well yeah. at all. Um, it, it doesn't seem as though he's Whereas it's a lot more here. relaxed. Yeah, it's a lot more relaxed at, at, at City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, speaking of relaxed, uh, we had a fairly relaxed Liverpool team taking on uh, Michelin um, uh, yesterday as well. Uh, uh, Diogo Jota scoring the 10,000th Liverpudlian goal. Uh, uh, so, yeah, th- th- there's another record there in the books. Um, uh, Mohamed Salah also followed up with the uh, 10,001st goal, uh, a penalty in the 93rd minute. Um, Mags, the, the big story out of here is, drumroll please, another center back injury. Uh, Fabinho filled in at center back, uh, came off injured, possibly a muscle injury. Um, he's getting scans. Uh, Liverpool are officially down now to one senior center back, Joe Gomez. Mm. Uh, and but to be fair, he stepped up. I mean, we've we've uh, and me especially have, have given Joe Gomez uh, grief on this show for 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 being clumsy and anonymous in games. But when uh, when Fabinho went off, Joe Gomez led the line and he uh, he did it. Pretty admirably uh, for me, I felt that the the weak uh, part of Liverpool's defence was actually uh, Allison. Uh, he, he got caught flat-footed a couple of times. One time mm. that almost led to a goal. Uh, but I think actually the the main talking point is that this is the first time that that Liverpool have not managed uh, a, a single shot on target in the first half for uh, fifty-one home games. Uh, and that's because they started without any of the 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 main the main dogs up front. Yeah, they they seemingly took it a little bit easy. Uh, it, it seems uh, they did sub in nineteen year old Reese. Is it Reese Reese Wilson? Uh, Reese Williams. Williams. Yes, who played you. who played really really well. Yeah, I was the, very the, impressed with him. Yeah, the the big man has some talent in him, so I, I'm very pleased with how he performed. Maybe we'll be seeing more of him. We'll just have to wait and see what. <laughs> maybe you don't have an option. <laughs> maybe I don't have options. Maybe you have to see him. Um, but he's he's very very good. Um, he's kind of been a Swiss Army knife uh, a little bit in the squad, being able to play in multiple different positions when he has come on. So I am uh, based on his height. He does. Um, I was reading a stat earlier where he has has a 70% winning percentage as far as uh, aerial duels are concerned. Uh, Virgil van Dijk uh, has famously about a 74%, and Joe Gomez actually has about a 66 I think, of, uh, aerial duels winning percentage. So uh, the big man 
has some leaping ability, has that ability to, to get in the air, um, really contest, uh, uh, I, I guess, those aerial duels. So um, I am pleased with that. He's got some strength. Uh, this is just a, I guess, if you are a youth academy center back, it's a great time uh, to, to really step up and make a name for yourself right now. Uh, you, you couldn't ask for better chances. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Nat Williams <laughs> must be rubbing his hands together because uh, yeah. he's probably going to get some game time. Um, Him, Billy Kumateo, uh, six foot five, two hundred and thirty pounds, uh, big, burly Frenchman, ready to go. Uh, yeah, he's only seventeen years old as well. So you've got a lot of yeah. great, uh, great youth center backs uh, at Liverpool ready to to make a name for themselves. Um, but, but going going back to the match, though, I think there were a lot yeah. of positives for Liverpool. I felt that uh, Trent was absolutely outstanding. Uh, and it, it just seems to be the way Liverpool play now that, that one of the, the full-backs is, is the star of the show. If it's not Robertson, Trent steps up and, and, and does it. And he was involved in pretty much both goals. He, he uh, laid on the ball for, for Salah, who then got fouled and got the penalty. But his, uh, his ball for, for Jota's goal was was uh, really, it was just sublime. And uh, Jota is, for someone who uh, I kind of doubted was up to the, up to Liverpool quality when they signed him, I didn't think uh, he would fit into that team. He's proved me wrong and I am, I've always been that, the kind of fan who is very much willing to admit when they're wrong, but Jota is proving to be one of the, the purchases of the, of the season so far. He's, uh, he's really added a, a, an extra dimension and he's kind of filling the role that Firmino uh, is leaving with uh, with how poor Firmino has been playing recently. Um, he, Jota's kind of stepped up and, and been that, that kind of target man, which is really, really impressive. Yeah, I mean he's um, so Firmino's uh, kind of withdrawn into uh, he's he's still playing that that false nine kind of role, kind of in like uh, uh, like almost a half ten, half nine it seems that whenever he he kind of feels like it. So he his job is to kind of connect the pieces, and I think with what Klopp's been trying to do more and more recently is shift to uh, what I suggested a few weeks back. So if you go back and watch the episode where Matt guest stars, um, I. Suggest Suggested that Klopp goes to a four-two-three-one, so that way he can include Jota and be able to have mm-hmm. Salah and Mane rotate around uh, Roberto Firmino, and uh, that's seemingly what Klopp has decided to do. Who'd it's have known? just it, it's just it, it doesn't seem to be working for Firmino for me because he's is very gun shy in front of goal. Well, and, and and I think that that's what the four two three one formation really does for him is it accentuates his ability to pick out passes and 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 to be that um, that contributor, um, but without, uh, without relying on his finishing. Exactly, <laughs> which is not really what you want out of the guy who's wearing the number nine shirt. But yeah, you know what 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 are numbers? What yeah, are numbers I mean, and and the 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 way the Liverpool play is so fluid anyway that. Um, you can you can lay up uh, a formation at the start of the game. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's how the game's going to go down. Uh, no. All all three now four with Jota, uh, they all move uh, in and out of each other's positions so freely that yeah they they so they hard to play against. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, Liverpool uh, are going to have to be on their best 
uh, stuff here going forward. Obviously, uh, we still have to wait and see what the situation is with Fabinho, uh, what uh, what uh, their health is going to be like going forward. But uh, we shall wait and see. Um, again, if you are a, as I was saying, thanks to OBS, which is a dick. Which, <laughs> if you are a Liverpool youth center back, you're going to have a good time right now trying to make a make a name for yourself in the team. Yep. That's all I was trying to say, OBS. That's all I was trying to say. That's, that's why, oh, why did Liverpool not get Ben White when they had the opportunity? Well, there is the rumor circulating that Yupa uh, um, uh, Makano, who we had discussed previously, that he is being scouted right now and that there were people that were watching him during the Manchester United game. Uh, he kind of uh, uh, t- didn't put on the best game, possibly. Uh, to be but, fair, nobody for for Labzig had a great game, well, and that's what I think that Manchester United fans are forgetting when they when they're on Twitter talking about Upamecano's performance uh, w- with that game, um, and and you know kind of teasing the Liverpool fans. Um, nobody had a good game. It seems as though all of Leipzig's flaws were very much brought to the surface. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I mean, I think that they're still going to be looking at the analytics side of things and not necessarily, uh, you know, what, what the naked eye uh, sees right away uh, with everything that's going on on the pitch. Um, let's move away from Liverpool uh, for just a brief moment. Uh, let's talk about uh, Bayern, uh, who uh, actually had a fairly competitive game on the stats line with a locomotive Moscova, Mos- Moscow. That's Moscow. Moscow. It's Moscow. Yeah. Thank. Thank you. Uh, I'm just. I'm just trying to say it funny. I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. Um, <laughs> Myron <laughs> Munich, 19 shots to uh, Moscow's 15. Um, only five shots on target for Bayern. Six shots uh, for Moscow. Uh, Bayern did take up quite a bit of possession, uh, but Moscow was taking its chances when it was presented them. Uh, Mags, is this maybe a worrying sign for the defending uh, Champions League? Winners. Um, no, I just think uh, Moscow w- did really well to kind of hold uh, Bayern and Bayern off. Uh, it was just a, a, a very evenly matched game. I, I enjoyed uh, the the Tolisso and Pavard uh, link up. Um, Two or three times in the game, uh, Tolisso played a lovely like crossfield ball, and uh, Pavard uh, whipped it into the box straight after. Uh, for the for the first goal, uh, Goretzka's goal, his the way he uh, uh, leapt into the air and then still was able to uh, volley a crossover was just absolutely sublime. And then he almost happened again uh, later in the game. Uh, I think it was. Uh, Coleman hit the post from the, from the shot. Uh, so yeah, Bayern were were still very active. They could have easily scored three, four, five goals. It's just um, the, the ball didn't go in the net. Uh, but they definitely got the victory they deserved. And the finish from Kimmich, uh, wow, that's like the stuff you attempt on the training field. The way he kind of like chipped it up for himself to volley into the bottom corner. Um, yeah, it's just it, locomotive made it hard for Bayern to kind of break down, but. Uh, I don't think there's much stopping this uh, this Bayern team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. Um, th- it seemed as though that was the same case for uh, both uh, Shakhtar and Inter Milan uh, yesterday as well, because neither of them 
really got anything going. They, they were both able to stop each other. Zero-zero um, mm-hmm. draw there. That game existed. It exists. It took place. It 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 happened. Uh, to to be fair, Lukaku tried his very very best to score, but oh, yeah. it just it just wasn't going to happen. I think Inter uh, uh, hit the bar twice. Uh, Barella hit the bar, and then obviously Lukaku's uh, free kick was tipped onto the bar. Uh, an outstanding game by the the, the keeper for Shakhtar, uh, uh, Trubin. I think the kid's only nineteen years old, but mm-hmm. he he played played so well and. I think the 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 worst part of the game was the miss by Latara Martinez uh, near the end, uh, open net, six yards out, put it wide. Yeah, so a ball draw. There you go. There you go, folks. <laughs> um, w- one game that uh, did incite a little bit of controversy on a number of different fields: Munchen Gladbach versus Real Madrid. Munchen Gladbach. Uh, basically put Real Madrid to the sword only uh, for them to lose at the death. Um, a, a Kareem Benzema goal at the 87th minute saved uh, uh, Real Madrid. It's blushes, followed by a Casemiro goal uh, in the 93rd minute. Uh, Mags, Real Madrid has flattered to deceive here in the Champions League thus far, uh, despite its winnings in La Liga. Um, Gladback looked actually fairly good. I don't know. Um, also, a little bit of controversy uh, with Karim Benzema telling teammate Mindy, do not be passing the ball to Vinicius. He is not <laughs> playing with us. Um, so a little bit of controversy that needed to be cleared up there on uh, uh, Karim Benzema's social media, it seems. Uh, all things good uh, on the Real Madrid front? Or, or is this another matter of egos clashing in the locker room, Mags? Yeah, there's there's definitely something not right uh, in Madrid. Um, Borussia Mönchengladbach must be absolutely kicking themselves that they couldn't hold hold Madrid off, uh, especially after that that first goal was so beautifully played. That that through ball from a player through uh, uh, the it got the nutmeg and it went straight to uh, Marcus Turam, who's rocket of a shot just left uh, Courtois with no no chance at all. Um, and and the, I, I enjoyed the overhead kick from uh, from Benzema. That was a, a great goal. Uh, Real Madrid were lucky to come away with a point here, uh, and they they have some severe issues. I think that leaves them rock bottom of the group. Uh, with two games played, yeah, it's it's not looking good for for a team that's generally there or thereabouts when it comes to Champions League uh, um, knockout stages. They they they've got a lot of work to do. I would agree. Um, on the other side of Madrid, Atletico Madrid uh, did come away with a three-two victory against RB Leipzig. Uh, Leipzig, Salzburg, Salzburg, Salzburg. <laughs> that one. Uh, the other Red Bull team. Uh, uh, Joao Felix, uh, a player of the week contender here, two goals and uh, saving Atletico uh, the victory here. Uh, Joao Felix looks very, very good. Um, you know, obviously he's looking to return, uh, that in, uh, investment that Atletico Madrid made, uh, in him. It potentially should have had a third goal with, uh, uh, with that, uh, one that hit the bar early in the game. Um, but this again was, a an, uh, a struggling Atletico Madrid to, to put away, uh, Salzburg. Uh, uh I think he's. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a tannery and butcher someone's name, but I think it was so so Bazla, 
uh, with the with the the goal for for Salzburg to level it up, and then uh, Berisha, uh I think he scored the the second one, but it's been given as a Felipe Luis on goal. I think, uh, yeah, uh, Atletico were very much on uh, under the cosh, but Joe Felix is is living up to that that uh, huge transfer uh, fee. Uh, a lot of pressure on him, and he seems to be. Reveling in it this season, and he was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, jo- Joao Felix, he's in my uh, he, uh, he's in my uh, my transfer listings on uh, FIFA 21 right now. Uh, for, for 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 uh, you know how Spicy. how would I how would I replace uh, Liverpool's front three? Hmm? How would I do it? Well, Joao Felix is part of that uh, that core group of players. So <laughs> we move on. Uh, Porto defeated Olympiacos two nil. Good showing there for Porto, it seems. Uh, Ten shots uh, uh, in total, six shots on target uh, to Olympiacos. Eleven shots and four shots on target. Uh, Mm -hmm. Porto taking advantage there of the the counterattack, it seems. Uh, Didn't have nearly as much possession, but they were able to take their chances, so that's good. That's it. That's the standout for me was uh, that Olympiacos had so much of the ball but did very little with it, and Porto... When they did get their the chances, they were able to capitalize. So, um, mm-hmm. a, a good three points for Porto. I I would agree. One game that did particularly catch my eye: Ajax versus Atalanta, because that game looked spicy. Um, uh, so we we had Duvan Zupata. Uh, he was able to uh, pull back two goals for Atalanta, save them uh, a draw um, right there at the the 60th minute. So after halftime, after uh, Ajax had gone up two uh, nil uh, during the first half, uh, Zapata uh, definitely a, a prime player himself. Ajax great team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, brilliant stat sheet here. 14 shots uh, for Atalanta. 13 shots in total for Ajax. Seven shots on target apiece um, with Ajax leading the possession here. Um, but yeah, otherwise, stats are very, very even between these two teams. And it was a, a very good game to watch as a neutral supporter. So if you uh, if you have access to that game, check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the fact that Traore got on score sheet again. That kid is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but the the rocket of a shot from Zapata for his second goal absolutely uh, left the the Ajax keeper standing. It was um, Anana just had no chance from it, and he waved his hand after the ball had come back out of the net. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it's a good result for Liverpool as well because it, it, it puts them clear at the top and, and it means that uh, their next two matches, I think they're both against, uh, is it Atlanta back-to-back you play uh, mm-hmm. next? It, 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 it means that they're, they're not infallible uh, and there's, there's definitely uh, weak points in that, uh, that Atlanta team. Mm-hmm. And they don't mind getting uh, getting scored on, or uh, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, they, it, it's it, it looks it looks promising. It looks promising, man. We'll have to wait mm-hmm. and see. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll see which which group of seventeen year olds Liverpool decides to put in. Back. <laughs> um, Jamie Carragher, <laughs> or Jamie Carragher. I believe he's still a free agent on the market. You know, he could lead the defense. <laughs> If Chelsea can, if Chelsea can bring uh, Petacek into the squad, Hughes can bring Jamie Carragher in. I don't see anything wrong with that, really. I mean, at the very least, he could like, I don't know, play right next to Trent, and then be like, you know, I don't know, 
telling telling Gomez where to go. I mean, that 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 alone would be worth price of admission, really. Um, and speaking of Premier League stuff, uh, let's let's talk about the next round of fixtures that are coming up this weekend before we head on out of here, Mags. Uh, yes. We've, We've got some good stuff coming up here. Uh, on Friday, uh, we'll have Wolves versus Crystal Palace. So that's that's something. That'll be that'll be mm-hmm. a, a good test for both teams, really. Uh, Sheffield United. Uh, boy, they've got a tough run of games here. Uh, last week they played Liverpool. This week they play Manchester City. Uh, that'll be at 7.30 a.m. on Saturday, Central Standard Time, uh, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Half 12 for, for normal people. There you go. If you're in, if you're in uh, lovely old England, um, let me see here. Uh, Mags, uh, Chelsea play Burnley. That'll be fun. And you talk about Sheffield United having a hard run. We have had to play Tottenham and then Chelsea. Uh, so I think this may as well may well be Burnley's first Saturday kickoff as well. We played yes. more our games on uh, Sundays and Mondays. This is true. This is true. Uh, Liverpool will face a tough test depending on, again, which group of teenagers they decide to field at the defense uh, as they will be facing a very physical West Ham uh, United team. Uh, So we'll see how Liverpool can hold up there uh, as defending champions. Um, Aston Villa will be facing Southampton on Sunday. Uh, Newcastle United will be facing Everton. Uh, Manchester United versus Arsenal. Uh, usually a very big fixture in the list, and based on a form here, should be a very uh, very big fixture here once again. So I, I fully expect yeah. that to be a lot of fun. Maybe we'll get the chance to talk about that a little bit on uh, Sunday's recording, Mag. What do you think? Maybe maybe a little bit of uh, a little bit of discussion there. Tottenham face Brighton. Uh, Fulham faced West, uh, Fulham will be facing West Brom uh, on uh, Monday, and uh, Leeds will be facing Leicester City also on Monday. Very interesting tactical game there. Leeds versus Leicester City. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some uh, really interesting uh, fixtures all the way through the weekend. Uh, the the Newcastle Everton one should be a great game. Uh, maybe Everton can kind of get back to the the form that 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 had them. Uh, leading the league same with Villa against Southampton Villa have been uh, obviously free scoring but Southampton have quietly been getting some great results and then uh, Stevens uh, Brighton and Hove Albion his uh, his adopted team are probably going to get put to the sword by Tottenham well there you go <laughs> um, we, we've got uh, we've got Leeds with a chance to actually go up and over Leicester and Aston Villa mm-hmm. Uh, to, nope. to break back into the top four, so that should be that should be fun. Liverpool have a chance to to go clear into the driver's seat if they are to beat West Ham and if Everton were to fall uh, to Newcastle. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to check and see how that goes uh, later on. Um, so as of the current standings, Everton and Liverpool tied at 13 points at the top of the table, uh, followed by Aston Villa and Leicester also tied at 12 points. Tottenham in fifth, and then uh, followed shortly behind by uh, Leeds. Southampton, Crystal Palace, and Wolves all with 10 points. Chelsea rounding out the top 10 with 9 points. Also level with Arsenal. It seems so it's surreal. That should, that is, that's the current Premier League table after 6 games. Chelsea are 10th. United are 15th. Man City are 13th. Wow. It just... I, I can't. I can't explain it. I really can't explain it. Yeah. 
it makes no sense. 2020, man. 2020. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, with that being said, Mags, uh, let, let's take the nice people home uh, here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you the player of the week as well as uh, goal of player of the show and goal of the show, rather. Week, whatever okay. that means. What is a week? Um, uh, we do have some Twitter thoughts real quick, some uh, some Twitter chat thoughts. Uh, uh, let me see here. The sports market at Shooting the Sports-ish. Our friend Cam at CM says stuff on Twitter. How's it going, Cam? Cam says Chelsea four nil today. Those are my thoughts. Mm. Th- yeah, th- uh, it, those are valid so, thoughts. It, it happened. He's not <laughs> it, wrong. It, it did was happen. the score. Um, I think the the. I mean, we mentioned it whilst we were talking about the the match, but Chelsea should have beat Krasnodar, and they did beat Krasnodar. They they played really well, but. They're not exactly the the level of, of teams they're going to play this weekend, like Burnley. So I fully expect Chelsea to be brought back down to earth this weekend mm. with a bump. Mm. Indeed, <laughs> I, I hope so too. I, I love being optimistic; <laughs> it's the best. Hey, last time that you were optimistic, you came really close to beating Spurs. So you yeah, know what? Very, keep, very keep, true. Keep on with that optimism, Mags. And Chelsea are not as good as Spurs. Clearly, not not as not as far as the table is concerned. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> thank That's you, Cam. out of the shooting the sports this group. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> moving on here. Uh, another friend of the show, Chris at IWGP, Chris C, uh, BFC, rather, BFC. Um, I guess that's for, for, for Burnley FC, isn't that? Yes, Chris, it is. Chris, Chris is a Burnley FC, uh, a friend of yours. Um. Uh, He's a friend of mine, too. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Chris says, uh, Henderson can't get a look in at United. Will he leave? Would he leave, hmm. Mags? I don't know. Um, I don't think he will. Uh, I think he'll get some game time. Um, but, we, we again, he's another one that we mentioned, actually, in the match, uh, that Henderson has been kind of the catalyst to, to uh, De Gea's return to form. Uh, the fact that he's he's now nipping at the heels of De Gea uh, for for uh, that number one spot in the squad, it's made De Gea be, be the player that he should be. Uh, but I do think that Henderson will get uh, some time to shine this season. Mm. You know, I, I I could think of another team in red in close proximity to Manchester who could use another goalkeeper. Uh, just in the off chance that, uh, you know, may- maybe a particular Spaniard has to be called into action. Maybe we would like some other options. Uh, you know, uh, Henderson, if you need us, call us. You know, we're, we're here. We're around. Right? Um, that'd be awfully cheeky if Liverpool pick up uh, Henderson off of United. That'd be fun. Um, it very rarely happens, but when it does, oh, it's spicy. It is. It's quite spicy. Um so let, let's let's move on here, Mags. Uh, player of the show, goal of the show. Um, okay. I, so I I felt I feel like this is probably a unanimous pick here. Um, I I came really close to picking Joao Felix as player of the yep. show. Same. Um, uh, but uh, I think it's obvious, and and maybe maybe you're maybe this is unanimous between you and I. Uh, Marcus Rashford has to be player of the show. I think. Yeah. Uh, player of the week for me. I mean, we've, we haven't even got to this weekend show, but what he's done this week inside and outside football is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely my pick for player of the week. 
Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, on the pitch, off the pitch. Yeah, po- possibly player of the year, depending on uh, your perspective on things. But Marcus Rashford yeah. uh, coming on, uh, scoring a brilliant hat trick. Uh, and uh, yeah, saving some Man United blushes, it seems. Um, goal of the show. This is interesting. I'd like to know what you think of goal of the show because uh, there is quite a few good candidates here. Yeah, I don't think we've had any that's been um, that spectacular kind of solo efforts. There were a lot of like team uh, team based goals, but for me, uh, the the standout goal was uh, Duvan Zapata's second. Uh, the power he got off on his shot was absolutely unreal. Left uh, Anana just flailing at fresh air. Yeah, it was a great finish and a great way to to secure a point against a, a very deadly uh, Ajax team. I like that pick. I really do like that pick, Mags. Um, I'm personally going to go. <laughs> I'm personally going to go with Dembele's goal today against Juventus. That was, uh, was going to be my other choice. Yeah. I mean, as far as solo efforts go, that's probably about as close as you're going to get to a to a solo effort. And yes, it did take a, a little bit of a deflection, but I mean the, the just the curve on the ball as it as it went into uh, into the goal, it was just a, a beautifully beautifully taken uh, goal and uh, and actually a very good uh, solo effort by Dembele. I feel. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the the only reason that I didn't pick it was because it it took quite a, a bit of a deflection. Well, you know what? Great minds think alike here, Mags. I'm glad that we we each picked each other's one and two goals. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's nice. Um, that being said, I know it is quite late at night there uh, in in jolly old England, uh, and and you need to be getting off to bed. Um, make sure everybody that you uh, like, share, and subscribe this video. Yeah, good times, Radio Techers. Hit that thumbs up, just like uh, just like Mags did right there. Give that th- the old thumbs up. Hit the bell for notifications, so that way you know every time that Radio Techers uh, releases a new episode. So that's a lot of fun. And then uh, obviously subscribe to Shooting the Sports-ish. Even if you don't like proper football, like what our show <laughs> covers, uh, you can yep. also uh, get coverage for NFL-style uh, uh, football or uh, collegiate football. Um, we've also. I feel. Had... I feel that that was aimed at Brad from Take the Bump. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Brad? <laughs> I'm the other guy on Twitter. No. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. If you um. Uh. If you hit the the subscribe button, you can you can check out a lot of different other content. Well, and, and but seriously, uh, whether you know I'm talking to Brad or or if I'm just talking to you out there, the listener, whoever you are, wherever you are. How's it going? Um, we've got a lot of great stuff on shooting the sports-ish. Uh, Tony's working hard all the time. Cam's working hard. Everybody's working really hard all the time to, to make stuff happen for you. I even dropped my own uh, first article on shooting the sports-ish.com. Uh, I, I wrote a, a weekly top five of uh, stuff awesome. that you... Yeah, I, I, I feel like I had a good time writing it, you know? Um, so let look, me know what your thoughts are on the you. article. That's- yeah. Multi-platform content creator. I know, I know. Audio, I'm like, video, written word. I'm, I'm like singing, the new jo- dancing. I'm like the new Josh Robinson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have a Twitch uh, channel with two followers. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, you know, constantly doing the uh, uh, whatever it is that the, the kids are doing nowadays with their video stuff. What what the, what's that new video thing? The new video platform where you do like the the, the two second videos, or it's like, oh, here's a upfront video of my face, and then here's me dancing. Don't say you're gonna do tick, TikTok. Tick, tick, you're gonna TikToks? Do a TikTok. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell my rights to the Chinese. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. TikTok gray again. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah. Yeah, if you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the bell for notifications. It's a great time. You've got Mag's Twitter handle and my Twitter handle right down there at Texas Gentleman. Mag's is at DEJ Kirkby on Twitter. Uh, Mag's, where can people find more of your content? They can't. I've killed my podcast off. Uh... <laughs> no, they can find my content all over. Uh, wherever you get podcasts, uh, I'll be definitely, uh, definitely be there. Uh, I have Badlands. I have uh, um, Five Rounds, which is the Sportsish Network uh, about UFC, and I also am on Talk at the Table as well as Radio Techers here. And, and like we've proved today with uh, Chris and Cam, this is not just our show, this is your show as well. So please get involved, leave your comments, uh, questions, uh, your thoughts on, on the football, and they'll definitely get read out and you'll definitely get a shout out. Uh, yeah, come and get involved. Indeed. Please leave us comments. Hit us up on Twitter at Radio Techers, R A D I O T E K K E R S. Uh, I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always with me here, the hardest working man in all of podcasting, my friend yours, my friend and yours, Mags. Mags, say goodnight to the people. Good night, people. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.